The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, April 7th edition. Hope everybody had a great Wednesday. It was a good one. Green screens continue on. Cash games continue to work well. You can find all the content at rotoballer.com or at fantasydgens.com. Got the free Fantasy DGEN Slack chats. Come over there. Hit me up on Twitter at BDNTrick. We'll get you locked and loaded. Or go to rotoballer.com. Sign up for a premium package. There's free plays. There's premium plays. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I have the premium value plays. Tuesday, Thursday, the free DraftKings plays. So lots of fun stuff there. If you can give a rate and review on the, the on iTunes for the podcast, I'd really appreciate it. Help the podcast out a lot. Or you can go watch me on YouTube, the Rotoballer YouTube channel. Subscribe to the channel. Like, share, all that good stuff on the Rotoballer YouTube channel. But uh, Tuesday, it's in the books. It was a wild one. Rockies, D-backs went late. Um, just offense galore there. The, the Jays and Rangers did their thing. We hit a lot of good stuff. Giolito still produced well, even though the defense screwed him over. Glass now, Peralta, lots of fun stuff there. But we head on to Wednesday. Ten-game slate. It's an early slate. 1 p.m. Eastern, things kick off. There's 1 p.m. Eastern through 4 p.m. Eastern start times. Ten games. It's a doozy. Let's check out the totals on this ten-game slate. We got Tampa at Boston. Total of nine. Royals, Indians waiting on that one because the Royals are going to open it with Junis. Uh, Twins, Tigers, total of eight. Blue Jays, Rangers, eight and a half. Brewers, Cubs, waiting on that one. Cubs, Wrigley. Dodgers, A's, total of eight and a half. Mets, Phillies, eight. Cardinals, Marlins, seven and a half. White Sox, Mariners, eight and a half. Giants, Padres, round things out with an eight. So we're waiting on totals in two games. There's only one total of nine or better. Everything else is eight and a half or less. Lots of good pitching on this slate, folks. Lots of it. There's a couple of value arms that just mind-boggling but let's talk about this pitching we have two guys over 10k Shane Bieber 10-6 Trevor Bauer 10-2 both really elite options strikeout upside through the roof uh but you know Bieber started off slow finished great like you'd expect from Bieber he's a fine play not gonna tell you not to play him I have no problem saving four hundred dollars going to Trevor Bauer he was throwing a no-no in Coors for crying out loud he got Coors basically in, in one inning and it blew up makes the line look a lot worse but he was absolutely filthy now he goes into Oco Coliseum. It's an Oakland A's team. That's offense is just absolutely horrific right now. 
it is bad. Kershaw bounced back nicely like we talked about yesterday. But as a whole, they're just getting shut down left and right. If you want to go Bieber, sure. I'll save the 400 bucks. go to Trevor Bauer. If I'm paying up, you might not even need to pay up here. But I like Trevor Bauer quite a bit at 10-2 if you so choose. Both are cash game viable. Obviously, both can be used in tournaments. I'll take Bauer over Bieber. Save the 400 bucks. Now we drop down to the 9K range. You got Blake Snell. I'll pass. Aaron Nola, though, at 94. I absolutely love If you don't want to pay all the way up, you get an ace in Aaron Nola. Going up against the New York Mets. He's at home where we know he actually pitches very, very well in his career at home. Not to mention a nice six and two-thirds, two earned, six strikeout performance against Atlanta in his season debut. Good for close to 20 DK points. Great matchup here against the Mets. A Mets team that got going late in their action against the bullpen on Tuesday. No problem going to uh, Aaron Noah at 94. If you want to save some more money, though, this is where it starts to get fun. This isn't the guy I was talking about at the beginning, but this is one of the guys that's priced too cheap, and a lot of it's to do with the aces on the mound. But Kenton Maeda, 8300 bucks against those red-hot Detroit Tigers. Yeah, no, the Tigers are hot. I get it. I get it. They're pitting well. They're also hitting well off of the bullpen more than the starters in most of these starts. Even J.A. Happ threw well on Tuesday. We saw Josh Shoemaker throw well on Monday. Kenton Maeda, a little better than those two. Just going to throw it out there. He only went four and a third in his last start to start seeing with five Ks against Milwaukee. Um, I expect him to go a little deeper, folks. Just going to throw that one out there, going on a limb. Expect him to go, I think he goes at least six, unless somehow the, the Tigers get to him. But $8,300 with the strikeout upside against Detroit, liking quite a bit, good cash game play, a little bit of GPP appeal, but definitely cash game viable with Kenta Maeda. Kevin Gossman, 76 hundo at the San, or at the San Diego Padres. Gossman went six and two-thirds, one run, six Ks against Seattle in his season debut. The fastball he's throwing a lot, which still worries me. The, the splitter wasn't – it was good, but he wasn't using it as much, which is, is a concern. We need him to use that split finger to make things work. But the 7600 bucks against the Padres, no Tatis. We saw Aaron Sanchez, who I mentioned if you want to punt, go for it. Threw well. We've seen Di Scafani throw well. This Padre team is very good. Could they explode at any time? Most definitely. That would not shock a soul. But they haven't. They're really, really slumping. Kevin Gossman, 7600 bucks. if you want to save some cash in a tournament. Not a cash game play, but a tournament. Don't hate Kevin Gossman. But here you have it, folks. On FanDuel, he's mispriced as well. If you're playing FanDuel and you want to save some money on pitching, you can play the same pitcher. But on DraftKings, Brandon Woodruff is 7200 Just for your sneak peek on FanDuel, he's 76 7200 on 76 on Fandle is ridiculous too. 7,200 on DraftKings for Brandon freaking Woodruff. I was speechless when I saw this for the first time. Like I know he gave up th- uh, three runs and four innings and five Ks. He was much better than that line. He was getting squeezed hard by the bad umpire. Like him and Maeda, they were head to head in that game. And both of them left that game early. Both of them looked really good when they were out there. Pitch counts left them early. Brandon would have so much better than this. And this is one of those, at the price point alone, I am willing to be wrong. If he gets shelled, I don't care. I really don't. Um, Like David Peterson's $200 cheaper than Brandon Woodruff. I will take my chances. Hungjin Ryu's $100 more than Brian. Nate Iavaldi, who I love to pieces is $500 more than Brandon Woodruff, the ace of the Milwaukee Brewers, a potential Cy Young candidate if it wasn't for his teammate Corbin Burns. The Cubs offense is atrocious right now. 
They were uh, the second or third worst average in all of baseball to start the season, not to mention a ton of swinging strikes. Freddie Peralta looked filthy in five minutes. I believe he struck out eight. The Cubs had a total of one hit on Tuesday. Brandon Woodruff at 72. I will be wrong, and I don't care. Play him. You can play him with Maeda in cash. You can play him with Bauer in cash. You can play him with Nola for all I care. But you can play Brandon Woodruff, and it just opens up the world. If you want to get real freaky-deaky, you can play Brandon Woodruff with my cheapest play of the day, Pablo, our buddy Pablo Lopez at 6800 bucks at home, St. Louis Cardinals. St. Louis offense, does not, not world beaters. We know Pablo loves to pitch at home, looked outstanding in his first start against the, the um, Tampa Bay Rays, went five innings, two hits, no, run, uh, no runs, four Ks. I expect the Ks to continue to rise up. We saw Alcantara strike out 10 on Tuesday night. I can see Pablo getting six-plus, going about five, six innings at least at 68 hundo. Love it. So recapping the pitching, if you take, if, if you take nothing else away from the podcast, play Brandon Woodruff, please. Please, please do it. All right. So Bieber and Bauer up top, you can do it. I prefer Bauer. Love Aaron Noll at 94 as a pivot off the big dogs. Maeda's in play at 83, 83. More cash than GPP, but you can play him in tournaments if you want. Gossman's a good tournament play at 76. Brandon Woodruff, play him everywhere. Pablo Lopez, if you're punting, you can get bats galore if you need to. You might not need to, but you can if you want to. That's the moral of the story. And as G.I. Joe said, the more you know. So And knowing is half the battle. Let's talk about the battle. Let's talk about the bats on this slate. Catcher's position. We got some fun ones here. So if you want to pay up, you can. I'm usually not a fan of paying up for catchers, but you can today because you know why? Brandon Woodruff is pitching at $7,200, which is ridiculous. Sorry, I'll try not to mention it the rest of the show, but it's just mind-blowing, that price point. Absolutely ridiculous. I, something. It's probably too good to be true. It really is. But my God, DraftKings. Um, all right, catcher's position. If Will Smith cracks lineup for the Dodgers at 47, phenomenal GPP play for Jesus Lazardo if you're paying up a catcher. Don't hate that at all. Yerman Mercedes up the 41 undo. The days of the value is gone, folks. Gone. But if you want to save some cash, Buster Posey against the lefty at 37. Don't hate that. If Zach Collins cracks the lineup for Chicago, he went deep on Tuesday. Always loved the bat with Collins. It was always a matter of playing time because they had catchers there. He needed a DH. They got E5 last year, so the DH left. Well, Thor's cracked back open with Eloy at it down, injured. Zach Collins at 36 makes for a decent value play at the position. Williams Astadio at 3200 bucks against Matty Boyd. Love the Twins today. Love the Twins versus Matt Boyd. Williams Astadio at 32 could be a sneaky play. Uh, Caratini at 31 went deep on Tuesday. Always like him. I pretty much mentioned him every show because he's right around that price point every show. Omar Narvaez went deep as well. He's 2700 lot. He's $200 cheaper than yesterday. I respect Hendricks, so I understand if you don't want to use Navarez, but uh, it's interesting. And then other than that, you know, Don Nunez went deep for us. That was beautiful. Uh, Kirk's down here nice and cheap as well. Uh, he let us down on uh, Tuesday. I'll go back to Kirk on uh, on Wednesday. If he's in the lineup, Jansen's banged up, took him off the knee, so we could, we could see Kirk yet again. Don't be afraid to go back to Kirk in this matchup because we're going to love Toronto. Kirk's 28 hundo. Toronto's facing Kyle Gibson, folks. Not sure if you remember back to last Thursday, that was opening day. Kyle Gibson faced one Royals team that we stacked the living daylights out of, and they beat the snot out of Kyle Gibson. Um, I'd be willing to wager. We are going to stack against Kyle Gibson at least 75 to 80% of the time this year. Because if you do that, you'll probably be right 75 to 80% of that time, which means you're going to make a lot of money this year. 
So we're going to keep stacking against Kyle Gibson, and um, the, the Jays are going to be a part of that. And if you want a cheap piece, Alejandro Kirk, very good hitter, so you can go that route. First base position, uh, Jose Abreu had a big home run on Tuesday night. If you're stacking Chicago against Dunn and company, which is not the worst stack, he's 57 hundo. Uh, not going to tell you not to do that, but that's for sure. Vladito's up to 5K, getting a little steep, but I don't hate it. I'd almost rather pivot to Reese Hoskins, about 4,900 bucks. Reese swinging a good bat. Peterson's not a bad pitcher, but the lefty there, Reese uh, putting up 12 uh, back-to-back double-digit points nights. Reese has hit safely in every game this season. Yet to leave the yard, though. He's got extra base hits in all but one game, but yet to leave the yard. Those are coming, folks. Reese Hoskins at 49 against Peterson. If you're stacking Phillies, I love it. If you're one off and with Reese, love it as well. So go get your Reese's pieces on today. If you want to save a little money, you can go cheaper, of course. I think it's it's interesting. Matt Olson was off on Tuesday. He's a little banged up. If he returns on Wednesday in a tournament against Bauer, because Bauer will give up the long ball. He will do that. I love him to strike out 10-plus guys, but he can give up the long ball from time to time. So Olson's a good GPP play at 46. Uh, cheaper options when you get to 4K and below. Travis Shaw is starting for Milwaukee. So if you're fading Kyle Hendricks, Shaw is 4K. He's first base, third base eligible. He went deep on Tuesday. He's in play. Miguel Sano, if you're stacking up the Twins against Boyd, just 39. That's a nice value as well. We love Cronenworth pretty much every day for cash. He's first base, second base eligible. He's 3,800. Just another ho-hum. Nine points two nights ago. Got another knock or two on Tuesday. Just steady Eddie. Jake Cronenworth, 3,800 in cash. Uh, cheaper plays if you're fading Bieber, Carlos Santana at 37 does have some upside for you. Uh, if you're fading Dallas Keuchel, who limits the hard contact but can get hit around, Ty France at only 3,600. It's very, very nice first base, second base eligible. Um, if you stack Nate Lowe with your Texas guys, I know Gallo let us down, Lo Siento, but uh, Nate Lowe double-donged it on, uh, on Tuesday. He's just raking. We talked about it, just absolutely crushing baseballs. And he starts against lefties, too, so far. If he's in the lineup, he's 3,600. I like Hung Shin Ryu, but more importantly, when Ryu's done after five innings or so, you get that bullpen, and that's when Nate Lowe can feast at 3,600. So don't forget him if you're stacking uh, Texas. Not not a one-off, but if you're stacking him, don't mind it at all. Uh, Rowdy Tellez is only 3,500 against Kyle Gibson. His big game is coming, so I have no problem jumping in that that boat. Other than that, like you could go Jesus Aguilar if you're fading Flaherty. I'll probably pass there. I uh, don't think I need to go that route. Um, Andrew Vaughn's 2900 versus Dunn. He's going to get going eventually. He really – he's going to. Uh, he had a decent night on um, Tuesday, at least fantasy points-wise, not crushing baseball-wise, but fantasy points-wise he was there. So you could look at him if you want to. Other than that, not too much else standing out before lineups. Second base, though, Whit Merrifield, 57 Against Bieber, that's a bit steep, folks. I love Whit Merrifield, but that's a bit steep. I like Simeon at 52 versus Gibson, but, man, he's getting priced up too. So that, that stings a bit, but not a bad play at 52. I got loose areas. I'd rather pay $100 more for Simeon in that situation, but that teach their own. Or you just save cash. And you drop down to the likes of Gene Segura at 42 versus Peterson. That's a nice upside play. You got Jake Cronenworth at 38 if you need to go there. Ty France at 36, who we talked about as well. Corey Polanco switch hitting against Matty Boyd at 34. I could get behind that. Polanco, um, he put up five points on Tuesday, 10 points on Monday. So I don't mind. He's not getting a lot of hits, but he's walking, stealing baggers, going around. He's 34 hundo. You could uh, work that angle if you so choose. Colt Wong's 32. So interesting cash upside there. 
One I do like, if you're fading Snell, I think the Giants are viable because they like to hit lefties very well. Donovan Solano is only 3K for Snell, so that brings some nice upside. Nick Solak's only 2,900 first Ryu, and Solak had a nice nice day on Tuesday, 18 DK points. So I don't hate that at 2,900 bucks if you're looking to save, and Jad Chisholm at 28 as well. So definitely some savings can be had at second base if you're looking for them. Third base position. I'm going to save some cash. Like, you could go J-Ram. Yeah, Machado, yeah. Justin Turner at 53 versus lefty intrigues me. I, I could look at that one a little longer. Vladito at 5K. We're on board there. I'm waiting for Mancada to get going. But if you're stacking Toronto, Kevin Bijou at 47. That's one of my top plays at third base if you're paying up. I, I like that quite a bit. Or save cash. we got Travis Shaw at 4K. Evan Longoria is crushing lefties. He's 3,900. Um, you can go that direction. Other than that, the third base is kind of weak. Uh, if you're fading Maeda, Heimer Candelario at 32, he's heating up. I Okay, I found our third base play. Alec Baum at 3,100 bucks versus Peterson, hitting in great spots in that Phillies lineup at 3,100. Alec Baum is very, very tasty at third base. You can definitely go there. I'm just not going to look anymore. Alec Baum at third base at 3,100. Ridiculous. Short stop position. We're, it's top heavy all the freaking time. It's crazy, guys. But uh, if you're going to say Bogarts at 54, Bichette double-donged on Tuesdays, 53, those will be my two guys you're paying up for uh, in this lineup. Didier Gregorius went deep on Tuesday. He loves hitting against lefties. He's 45. He's going to be contrarian in a stack. Didi's a guy to like. IKF, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. He's 4K. Um, go If you're stacking up Texas versus Ryu, give him a shot as well at 4K. Other than that, though... Not a whole lot down here. Like Lurie Garcia's 36. I'd rather just pay up for uh, IKF if I need to or just save a ton of cash. Like Nico Goodrum let off on Tuesdays, 3,100 if you want to get freaky. But Jazz Chisholm at 28, don't hate that as a, as a punt play if you're looking there. Outfield position where you will have plays a plenty, as always. Um, you got like Lou Bob starting to slowly heat up, it looks like. Um, Bryce Harper is a contrarian play against Peterson. I'm not sure I'm going there because I want guys like just Dongs Martinez at 54. Love him today, but I might love Nelson Cruz at 51 even more. Nelly didn't play in the opening series in Milwaukee because there was no DH. He he basically pinched hit. But in his first two games in Detroit, three for six, double and two homers, 41 DraftKings points, three for five, home run, 20 DraftKings points. And now he gets Matt Boyd, a lefty. Oh, yeah, Nelson Cruz loves to hit lefties. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, that, yeah, that's in the front of the brain. Um, oh, and Matt Boyd right next to that part in my brain. Matt Boyd loves to give up home runs. So uh, Nelson Cruz at 5100 bucks. That That's a good one. That's kind of my, my home run call of the day. Well, Nelly at 51. Love Chris Bryant, though. I mean, not Chris Bryant. He's right next to him there. Love J.D. Martinez, not Chris Bryant. So J.D. and Nelly, two guys I love paying up for on the slate if you can. Um, other guys to target, of course, at Rosarena. I'll keep going at him because he's going to get hot and he's going to get up to like the high fives. So take advantage while you can at the price point. I think Eddie Rosario is very live at 46. He'll get overlooked. Uh, Jacob Junis is opening. He's got some uh, then, uh, bullpen action for Kansas City. So Rosario at 46. Like I, I want to stack Cleveland. I just think their offense is so bad it's hard to stack. But like one-offs like Rosario, I've done it a few times already. I don't mind at 4,600. Or, or if you want to do a small stack – like Rosario and Ramirez, but it's expensive. So I kind of just stick with Rosario and walk away. But he's 4,600 if you want to go there. 
Um, Austin Meadows at 44 against Ivaldi, pretty good price right there. I like that a lot as well. Max Kepler can hit lefties. People won't play lefty lefty. He's 4,300 to keep him on your radar. Um, I don't mind going back to Joey Gallo. He can he hits lefties with a lot of power, of course. Um, contrarian part of your Texas stack against Ryu at 41. Lordy, Lourdes Gurriel is only 4K. Obviously, we are stacking against Texas, against Kyle Gibson. So you can go there. Byron Buxton's only 39. Returned to action in the fifth inning. He didn't start yesterday. Returned in the fifth. Went deep to tie it up late in that game. So Buxton at 39, very good price point. DK has not caught up to that yet. He's crushing baseballs right now. So if he's in the lineup, Got Buxton and Nelly and Sano and Kepler and Polanco. There's ways to stack. I think Buxton and Cruz are my two top plays in that lineup right now. Uh, Manny Margot at 37. I'm still going to keep playing him. He's too darn cheap and too productive hitting that middle of that Tampa Bay lineup. Mitch Hanniger at 36 leading off against Keuchel. Don't mind that at all. I'm not. I'm not stacking against Nola. So like Conforto at 35 is very cheap. If you're playing in a tournament, you want like a one-off or something. I don't mind him at 35. Not running to play there. Everyone's going to play a kill, but do at 35. He's playing really well. I like Maeda too much. Um, I get it if you're fading Maeda. He's a great price point at 35 hundo. Like on a 10 game slate, though, I don't think that's where I need to plant my flag. Could be wrong. Though. It's baseball, and that's a beautiful thing. Maybe he's legit as legit can be, and it's beautiful. But he's barely played above high A. Let's let uh, the scout starts to find some things out. Uh, Dylan Carlson's 33. If you're fading Lopez, Carlson's a great value at 33. He went deep on Tuesday. Just tremendous upside. A great, great value if you're stacking Philadelphia. McCutcheon's only 3,200. That's crazy. So, like, you could do a, like a Cruz, Buxton, then put McCutcheon in your third outfield, put him with Reese and Baum. There's five guys in your lineup to go with Woodruff and, let's say, Bauer. Like, there, there's there's a start to your lineup, folks. You're welcome. It's like I'm going to probably start that right now after this show's over. So, um, that's the beauty of doing these podcasts. For we can start to to, nar- to narrow things down a little bit here. Uh, Austin Slater's thirty two hundred bucks if you're fading Snell. Not a bad GPP look there with him. Again, if you're fading uh, Maeda, I'd almost rather take Robbie Grossman at thirty one instead of Badu at thirty five. I see both arguments, but I think the savings on Grossman at thirty one, good GPP play actually. Because the thing with Maeda, he'll be out after five or six. You get some Twins bullpen, which is it's really shaky. Sometimes they're really good, and most times they're just like, yeah, like you get a couple guys that are good and a couple guys that aren't. So it's very interesting. So a guy like um, Grossman at 31 could strike some gold in his situation. Other than that, there's going to be some guys that pop up, like, you know, Jorge Solaire's th- 28 versus Bieber. Probably not going to go. Like, I respect Bieber enough to kind of stay away from that. Um, Cleveland's lineup will be interesting because you got, you know, Luplo's been platooning with Bauer and stuff at the top. Like, it's a weird lineup, so check that out. Maybe there's something that stands out for you. But at this point in time, nothing that really stands out as a value. Darren Ruff at 24 versus Snell. I can go there because you play him in tournaments. They hit bombs. They hit one on Monday. If you need to get really cheap at 24, you can do that. But uh, And and Rooker has been starting for Minnesota. He's 23 versus, Bow- or versus Boyd. Hasn't done a lot, though. So just keep that in mind. But he's, he's, he's silly cheap at 23. Nomar Mazar is 22. These aren't guys I'm running to play. I'm just saying if you need to get really, really cheap, there's a few options in the outfield, but I don't think you need to do that because Brandon Woodruff just opens up the world. Get a cheap catcher or get a cheap second baseman. Have all the fun you want. Play Holic Bomb at 31. Just just do it all. Let's recap your pitching on this slate. Up top, you got Bieber and Bauer above 10K. I'll take the savings with Bauer at 10-2. Love Aaron Nola at 94. Great pivot off the boys up top at 10K. Really good look there. My eight at 83, solid cash game play with a little bit of GPP upside. 
Gossman, 76 in, in GPPs. You can definitely go that route against San Diego. Brandon Woodruff, play him everywhere because DraftKings is drunk. And then Pablo Lopez, really good punt at 6800 bucks. So some really good ways to build things today, pitching-wise, which leads to some fun offensively. You could go to Cleveland if you want. It's just hard to stack them, like I said. Love the Minnesota stack. I'll go to that well. Toronto's my favorite stack against Texas, against Kyle Gibson there. So Minnesota, Toronto, all about that life. Dodgers, interesting GPP, especially to see what the lineup is. Though. They've been resting a lot of guys. Could get a good lineup there versus Lazardo, though. Like Philadelphia a lot, and they're affordable versus Peterson. And then Chicago White Sox versus Dunn. Uh, you can definitely get some late, late slate action there. So some good stacks. Texas, I mean, Toronto, Minnesota, two of my favorites. But lots and lots of ways to go. Just play uh, play Woodruff. Uh, that, that's my, my main thing. If you haven't figured that out yet, play Woodruff. That, that, that's my, my top piece of advice. Um, if you could give this podcast a rate and review on iTunes, I'd really appreciate it. It would help me out a ton. MLB DFS Quick Hits on your iTunes. You can download it in many other places, but iTunes is the only one where the rates and reviews really help the podcast out. It's free. It takes you a couple seconds. Would love it. Um, you can find me on Twitter at BDNTrick. If you need any help, the Fantasy DJ and Slack chat is free. It's popping. Lots of good guys in there. Lots of guys winning. Um, all different price points. We're not all freaking guys throwing thousands of dollars down. We're just guys having fun, playing DFS, trying to help each other out. So if you're looking for a fun, friendly environment, that's the place. And it's free. So come check that out. If you want to check out the video on YouTube, the Rotoballer YouTube channel, subscribe, like, share. All the goodies there. I'll be covering the values article, the premium article on Wednesday at Rotoballer. So go check that out if you want to sign up. Promo code Bubba. Get you a discount. So if, if you're interested there, check it out. Otherwise, I'll be back with you guys on Thursday. Good luck. Don't forget, Slate starts at 1 p.m. Eastern time. But for now, this is MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, April 7th edition, in the books. I'm out.